And he goes, I know the solution is that we can physical touch together <laughs> like a big hug so we shoo the nightmare away. What? Smiley face. And then he goes, and we will use the olive oil on us to scare away the sand people. <laughs> I just don't know how to deal with this. I literally, at first I was like, oh, he seems like a cute guy from the first message. Oh my God. And then I was like, oh no, that is just so creepy. Welcome to Overdrinks, your new favorite podcast with the sisters you didn't know you needed. Welcome, 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 Beaches. Can I just explain something that will be funny for you guys to hear? When Lauren and I start this, we always hype ourselves up before we get started. Yeah, so we're like, let's go, let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we go quiet, we press the play button, and then we're just like, <laughs> we just stare at each other waiting for the other person <laughs> <Yeah>. to start. <laughs> It's fun. We never we never good. plan how we're going to start it I either. Know. So this is what we come out with. It's just an absolute <laughs> journey every time. A surprise to us and you. Sure is. So we hope you enjoyed that one. Okay. Cheers to that. See you Cheers. next week, guys. <laughs> All right. Crack open our drinks of the week. Crack it open. Crack it open, mate. Crack it the heck open, Lozzy. All right. What are we drinking this week? <laughs> We've gone back to our ranch water. Yeah. <laughs> I just got to contain Iconic myself after last one. <laughs> that creamy fizzy goodness. But this one is actually, I just got a bunch of ranch dressing and put some soda water <laughs> in there. Bit of vodka. Creamy delight. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's like when Chloe asked me, what would be the grossest cocktail ever? Like the grossest drinks that you could mix. And I was like, thinking about it, I was like maybe beer and milk and then there was that hot wings episode with oh, Maya Ru- oh Rudolph God, she is fucking she hilarious is so it? funny guys if you haven't seen it go and watch it the hot wings you know how they get celebrities on there and they get hotter and hotter and hotter the wings that they eat yeah and they like ask them a bunch she's of on it, and she's just absolutely blasting him yeah. <laughs> he's like what the fuck do you think like just yelling in his face she's and like, then she so pours hot. the milk in the beer and yeah. starts sculling it so funny and I was like that's my ideal cocktail right <laughs> yeah so no, we're drinking the El Toro's again. Premix tequila drinks. They're so mm, good, guys. I've got the Paloma tequila, lime, grapefruit, and soda water. And Chloe's got that classic ranch, ranch water. Ranch water. Cheers, Bish. Chin, chin. Oh, that oh. is such an anticlimactic cheers <laughs> with a tin. It always is in the can. It's a really good opening sound, but mm. not a very good cheersing sound. That's so right, Lars. <laughs> Thanks. Um, can I just start this off before we dive into it? So of course you can. I just got a hilarious screenshot of one of my friend's conversations with a guy. She just started Hinge. Oh, you guys all know her, Faith. So you remember when she was on and she did that, I've got a question for you guys. Would you rather be covered in olive oil or wet sand permanently? And so on her Hinge, one of her prompts is, if yeah, you don't answer that. this correctly, we can't be friends or whatever. We can't date. We can't date. And then it's like, would you rather be covered in wet sand or olive oil? No, I think it was first rounds on me if you answer this correctly. Oh, right. Okay. Anyway, so this guy's obviously messaged her about that. You can't really see the top of the message, but he's obviously asked her how she is. And she goes, doing so well. How are you going? And then he was like, not bad, not bad exhausted today and didn't get enough sleep because I had a nightmare of people with sand covering their face were chasing me. And she goes, you know what? I have that nightmare every night and I just don't know how to deal with it. 
And he goes, oh, poor Faith getting the nightmare as well. I know the solution is that we can physical touch together like a big hug so we shoo the nightmare away. What? Smiley face. And then he goes, and we will use the olive oil on us to scare away the sand people. (laughs) I just don't know how to deal with this. I literally, at first I was like, oh, he seems like a cute guy from the first message. Oh, my God. And then I was like, oh, no, that is just so creepy. And, like, English is his second language as well. Just I makes it even made, funnier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think there's, like, a few little um, like lost in translation Lost in translation. Yeah. <laughs> the big physical touch together. Oh, my God. I love it. That's hilarious. It's <laughs> so funny. There's some weirdos out there, folks. I sure are. So what are we doing today, Loz? Well, we've got a fun one for you guys today. <laughs> another, last fun one. One. another fun one! Another fun one! I actually <laughs> hell? in my head was thinking a good one, but I said fun one. I just can't contain myself because you know it's going to be fun. <laughs> it's always going to be fun. With it. I well, mean, that's the whole fun reason of the microphone. that we started this. I know. It was meant to be fun. and lighthearted. Exactly. For those Make days, you guys laugh. you're not feeling 10 out of 10. Yeah. So last week was pretty short. I think last week was our shortest episode ever. Oh my god! Should we beat it this time? No, should we're we gonna do just do a twenty-second episode. <laughs> hey guys, just our awkward intro day. and then cut it. Yeah. <laughs> nah. So today is a full-length feature film. So we got a good one. We got lots of people wrote in. Mm. Today we are doing advice from your sisters. Sisters. We are here for you guys. So we got lots of people to I write like to in. Think we are. Yeah, and we're going to give our advice, our amazing, wise, life-changing advice. Mm-hmm. That's us. <laughs> All of it's just terrible advice. Yeah, well, this is like from our perspective as well, a little disclaimer here. Mm. It's all advice that we would give to our friends, and you guys are our friends. And right. I also just want to clarify, we've said this a million times before, but this is just us saying what we'd say to our friends. We're not Over specialists drinks. in any of this kind exactly. of stuff. I don't want people to listen to this and be like, oh my God, they've got no idea what they're talking about. Yeah, We're just telling you what we would do in this situation. Exactly. We're having fun with it we never once stated that we are professionals professionals exactly and i think the whole premise of this podcast is it's meant to be a chat that you'd have with your friends over, over drinks. drinks so it's not meant to be a therapist appointment yeah. you can book that in yourself which you should <laughs> for a lot of these questions oh, 100%. and book that will mind. be some of our advice however this is the advice that we're giving to you here you've come to us for advice and we're going to dish it out all right do you want to send me some of those so i can read from my phone no i think i'll just read them all <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good idea. <laughs> I'll just come in every now and then and be like, brilliant idea, Loz. How did you come up with that? Every just now and then. <laughs> give me a round of applause. Oh, another brilliant piece of Nailed advice, Nailed it Loz. again, Loz. <laughs> I wouldn't have said it better myself. In fact, I won't. I will not. Because <laughs> you've got all the questions. All the questions, all the answers. All right, we can use my phone, but I'll read one, then okay. you read one, then pass, I'll pass. read one. Yeah. Pass the parcel. Pass the parcel over here. <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm gonna have another big sip before we get started pass the parcel is such an underrated game we should do that now but should it's got like alcohol at praise oh my god this year for christmas why don't we do a pass the parcel everyone brings a present and you've got to you just keep opening it so you don't know who's gonna get oh my it god, I love it could that. be your own that is so fun let's do is that. that as soon as the music stops on you you get yeah. to open it up oh my god we're doing that yeah that's bringing past the parcel back <laughs> bitches over drinking plus <laughs> Yeah, the R18 18 version. Oh, my God. <laughs> Trademark. No one steal that from us. All right. So first question, guys, or first scenario. Some people wrote in like full-blown scenarios that they need help with and other people just wrote in a little question or like mm. a what would you do in this situation. All right. So first one. 
I have a huge crush on a guy from work, but I've only been there for just over a month. We flirt a bit and I'm pretty sure he likes me too, but I'm not sure whether to go for it and risk making it awkward at work. Mm. My first piece of advice would be because she's so brand new. Yeah. Don't do anything just yet. I reckon if you've only been there for just over a month, you're the new person. Mm. Maybe protect yourself first and just like give it a protect bit. Protect yourself before you wreck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And if he's been there for ages, he'll have like all of the friendships established and all of that. Yeah. Maybe just, and if it's just a crush as well, you haven't mm. said you're like fallen in love with this person. Yeah. Also, like, keep up the flirty banter for sure. Yeah. But don't make a move or ask him out just yet. Yeah, that would be my advice as well. Just keep it up for a few months. See if, like, the chemistry stays there. It can be, like, a fun, like, work husband situation. Mm. And then a few months down the line, maybe four, five, six months, if you're still feeling this way and you, like, have... 10, 11, 12. Yeah, 10, 11, 12. Maybe, like, three years down the track if you still have feelings (laughs) for this person. When he's engaged. And he's married with kids. (laughs) Then make your move. No, yeah. That's how we like to play it. (laughs) That's Lauren's go-to. Yeah. Why is it they completely never let anyone know that you're key? Yeah, exactly. That's me. I just and they reply to their story once they finally get in a relationship. Yeah. I just never, never make a move. That's my advice. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So give it a few months. This is our advice. Give it a few months. If you still have feelings, then and probably your feelings will have developed after a few months. Then maybe make a move or try and suss it out. Maybe at an after works drink situation. I'm seeing that vibes is. Yeah. All right. There you go. Brilliant. Brilliant Brilliant advice again. (laughs) We just saved one person. Let's see how many we can save this at. How do you not let boys' actions affect your own confidence? Oh, this is a good one. Just don't let them. Just don't do it. (laughs) Okay, next one. No, okay, this is a tough other one. Find us <laughs> yeah, like, like we said, all that matters is that we're laughing here. No, I think it's one of those things that it's like so much easier said than done. It's yeah. just like, don't let somebody affect your confidence. You're amazing. You're a queen. You're a mm. goddess. Don't let a boy like make you feel bad about yourself. Um, there's not a lot of context here, so I'm not sure if their actions have been like putting you down Mm. or if the actions have just been ignoring you ignoring you or not showing interest or maybe you were seeing this person and then they've ended things Mm. or maybe you've been ghosted or any of these things so regardless of any of that of the context the most important thing is that you build up your self-worth yeah that's what I was going to say I think this goes back to our episode last week if you've got confidence someone doing something like that to you isn't going to affect it like you yeah. need to build up your yeah. confidence so build up your own confidence in your own time do those little steps that can build up your self-worth so that you know what you're worth mm. and even the most confident person will still get affected if someone ghosts them 100%. or if someone puts them down to their face or someone makes them feel like shit so obviously that's going to help though being more confident and having a strong sense of self-worth is definitely going to help in that situation um little things to do i would suggest like just say you've been ghosted or they've broken up with you or you've shown that you're interested and they're not interested back okay i would say maybe make like a little list of all the things that you don't like about this person yeah that's good one. and focus on them as much as we always try and say like focus on the positive this is when focusing on the negative yeah. can be a positive thing for you even listening to like a confidence playlist mm. i've told some of my friends this before and like i'll share it with anyone. maybe i'll put on like we can make an overdrinks spotify account or something like that i've been working on an overdrinks spotify account oh hasn't, amazing hasn't, hasn't dropped yet not, not ready. ready stay tuned for that guy <laughs> chloe's about to hit us with the, with the beats <laughs> Serenade, y'all. Yeah. My love sounds. <laughs> 
So, yeah, I would say listen to some Dua Lipa, some Cardi B. Some WAP. <laughs> yeah, just listen to WAP on repeat and just feel <laughs> you that You feel confident. confident by the end of it. Yeah, legit. <laughs> Make um, yourself a little confidence playlist and then yeah. it just, like, gets you in the zone. Another thing I was going to say is actually sit down and think, did I even like him? Yeah. Like, why am I giving this guy so much power? Instead of being like, oh, he doesn't like me. Think about, like, do you actually like him, though? Like, totally. Or do you just like the attention? Because you I, get I think that's the thing. I think we crave attention. We crave validation from other people's feelings and we crave, you know, having someone like us makes us feel good. That's Mm. a confidence booster in itself. And so sometimes you're so caught up in that and you want someone else to like you that you haven't really thought for a second, do you really like this person? Like I, most of the time you don't, you just want that person to be messaging. Yeah. A hundred percent. I've had this happen to me before in the past, like TV guy that I spoke about on Mm. the podcast, the one that like, I was like the other woman. He had a girlfriend overseas the whole time. I didn't know. So I remember saying to so many of my friends at that time and even thinking it to myself, I don't want him to be my boyfriend. I don't like him that way. This is Mm. just fun. And I was Mm. just happy being fun. But then when I found out that that had happened and he like ended it and stuff in a brutal way, I was like so upset by it. But then I, I really thought about it and I was like, I didn't even, I didn't really even like really him like him. Yeah. I didn't actually have like feelings for him. Yeah. I just had, we had chemistry and it took me a while to like realize that I was a lot younger then. Mm. So it's much easier as you get older and you get more confident and all of that. That's something that I wanted to say about last week's episode. I feel like a lot of the time, and maybe it could be, like I mentioned, when I was in high school, it was the cool thing to like hate yourself basically. Mm, yeah. But like, I feel like a lot changed. of the time confidence comes with age. So if you're like 16 being like, oh, I'm just never going to be confident. Give yourself, like once you're out of high school, everything changes. Like. A hundred percent. is in the end of the world. Yeah. Seriously. And if you, like we mentioned last week, if you're not feeling confident now, that doesn't mean that you can't change. Never will be, yeah. Don't give yourself a self-limiting belief by being like, I'm not a confident person. Mm. Be like, I'm going to become more confident or I'm I want to become. To work, 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 yeah, work. exactly. <laughs> I want to work, work, work. The last thing on this is I'd say boys ain't shit and they don't mean nothing. So just remember that. Bitches ain't shit, but hoes and tricks. But yeah. Swap it and make it about dudes. Well, dudes can be bitches and hoes too. Mm-hmm. Bitches and hoes. Remember that? <laughs> was it bitches and hoes? No, it was this. Her mum used to always say, bitches and hoes. And then her <laughs> work colleagues said, saying it. It was like her, like, like, oh, shit, thing. She's like, bitches and hoes. Remember? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know what like, amazing. I remember around the house. I didn't know she took it to the office. Yeah, so she used to do it around the house. It was like a joke with us, like an in-joke. But then she accidentally must have started doing it at work because you know how I used to go in sometimes and do, yeah. like, some computer or marketing yeah. stuff for them? And one of her colleagues, like, made a mistake and was like, bitches and hoes. <laughs> and I just cracked up laughing because I was like, what the fuck? How does she know about <laughs> Trendsetter. Oh, no, Go no. on. <laughs> All right. Next one. How to cut off that friend respectfully when they just keep coming back, but they're fake slash negative and you don't want a bar of it. Oh, good one. Ooh. All right. I think there's two options that you can mm-hmm. do. Here. Yeah. You could just say it how it is and just be like, look, you're negative and yeah. you're a bitch and I don't like being around you. I don't you. like your energy. But your word it nicer. Well. Because at the end of the day, like life's short. If you're constantly hanging around with someone that's just making you feel shit about yourself, why would you do that? It kind of also depends like how much this person is in your life as well. Mm. Maybe like a soft fade, a slow fade would be yeah, like. Yeah, but it sounds like they've been trying to soft fade yeah, and they keep coming back. Yeah. I would say stop replying to their messages mm. unless it's like a really important thing that you have to get back to them about. If they reply to your stories, don't reply at all. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of the time if someone replies to your story, you feel like you have to be nice and like. Yeah. Like a, just like, like a stay in yeah, touch thing and you mm. don't have to stay in touch with these people. If they're in your friendship group, but you have decided that this person is toxic in your life and you don't really want anything to do with them anymore 
doesn't mean that you should miss out on those social events. Maybe if it's like a group dinner, you sit at the other end of the table and stuff like that, like Mm. actually physically distance yourself from this person. Mm. And if we had to say like how you could actually say this to someone in a polite way. If they're being negative, there might be a reason that they're being negative. So maybe you could try and word it that way and just be like, is everything okay at the moment? Because I'm just noticing. Oh my God, that's totally the way you should do it. Yeah, you've been really negative. Has something happened? Yeah. And then if they don't even realize. Word it from a way that you're trying to be a good friend to them. Yeah. And be like, because it's really been putting me off at the moment. You've been saying these (laughs) things. (laughs) real gross. You're such a turn off at the moment. (laughs) I'm hating your aura. I'm I'm getting the ick. No, but yeah, just be like, is everything okay with you? Because I've noticed this and it's really affecting our friendship. Our friendship, yeah. I'm not wanting to hang out with you as much and I hate that, blah, blah, blah. Is everything- and then if they come back and they say, oh my God, yes, this has happened. Mm. Like I'm getting bullied at work or I'm feeling really depressed or like mm. my parents are going through a divorce or something mm. like that, then you've got like a reason for it and you can have empathy towards them. But if they get defensive or if they're like, what are you talking about? Nothing's wrong, like blah, blah, mm. then you're like, okay, maybe you don't even have to reply at that point or just be like okay well I was just checking in but I just want to let you know how I'm feeling Mm. and then they know how you feel and then you can take that step back and there's not going to be any like that surely they won't come back then after that that. is such good advice from us oh my god (laughs) drop the mic there bitches another one another one DJ (laughs) Carlet okay I'm single and love going out, but all my friends are coupled up and barely want to go out anymore. It's especially bad in winter. They are all settling down and I feel like they are judging me for wanting to go out. That does suck. I feel like for that one, maybe if you just start kind of branching out a little bit more. Yeah. Instead of getting mad with your friends because they are in a different place with you. Yeah, they're in a different stage of life. Yeah. And if you're single and they're all in relationships and they're just fun, especially if it's in winter. Like I feel like when couples are in winter. They hibernate. Yeah. So I feel like maybe just try and branch out and make new friends make new friends yeah that are in the same stage that like want to go out yeah I've definitely been in this situation before where I've found myself you know being single and wanting to go out and have fun and meet people and dance and party Mm. and some of my friends are in a different stage where they're like wanting to stay home or not wanting to go out or they're like coupled up so they're not like as keen to like go out and whatever Um, and that's totally okay. Sometimes it can be frustrating, but the best advice, like Chloe said, is you can still stay friends with them and do like girly dinners with them mm. and do like walks and stuff like that. Don't and friends- take it out on them because yeah. at the same, like they, imagine if they came to you and were just like, it's just annoying because the only time I get to hang out with you is if you want to go out. Yeah. And that's not what I want to do anymore. And then you'd be like, well, that's what I want to do. So you can't be annoyed at them for wanting to do It's okay for people to have different interests. Yeah. So find friends that are, they don't necessarily have to be single, but that are wanting to go out as much as you, that have that same, that are interested in the same things as you. Mm. You can make new friends. And it's a great way to just like extend your social circle. Like, Mm. And you can have different friends for different things. It doesn't have to be like you have one group of friends that you do everything with. Mm. And if they're starting to change like their interests and everything, it's like the be all and end all for you Mm. and suddenly you can't do those things you want to do anymore find people that do want to do it and in terms of how to do that go back and listen to our friendship episode it's called are you being a bad friend and it's got like little tips of how you can make friends as an adult 
When is the time to tell the guy buying you a drink at the pub that you have a boyfriend? Oh, this is like a this. One. My boyfriend always encourages me to take a free drink when one's offered because, like, free drinks equals more fun. Love <laughs> her boyfriend for that. Yeah. So good. Ryan's like but that. So good. Like, they're obviously always flirty, but I don't want to hit them off the bat with the, I'm taken back up <laughs> if they're just being friendly. But also, I don't want to leave it too long and then feel embarrassed that I didn't tell them I have a boyfriend earlier when they try to lay one on me. I have had this happen so many times yeah. because I've been in a relationship I've witnessed my this life. as well so many times. <laughs> With me? Yeah. Remember that guy that went like crazy on the boat party? Oh You're like, God, oh, by yeah. the way, I have a boyfriend. And, and he, he ran like, away Yeah, he literally me. ran away. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I'm lining up to the bar and he was like, oh, what do you want? I'll get you something. I was like, oh, I'll get my own drink because we've been together dancing and stuff for a little bit already. And he was like friends with my friends. Anyway, and then I was like, oh, no, I'll get my own. He was like, oh, no, I'll get it for you. And I was like, all right, well, if you want to buy me a free drink, that's fine. But I should let you know I've got a boyfriend. He was mm. like, oh, what? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, uh nah and literally sprinted away from the bar and we're on the boat party and you had to like wait in line to get upstairs because it could only hold so many people and so he just runs up the stairs past the security (laughs) and then i was like um and i had to wait at the back of the line and all of my friends were up there because i initially went down by myself ran into him while we were down there and he was like come get a drink oh that was just so awkward yeah i would say Take the free drink for sure, especially drink. if your boyfriend is like on board with that. That's so good that he's like confident, not insecure, that he won't let you get a free drink from a Seriously. guy at a bar. That's amazing. And also, if a guy is trying to give you a free drink, that's their problem. That's their problem. If they want to spend money on you, yeah, don't think that a drink is it's like lead an exchange to sex. Like, to sex. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I would say take the free drink. There's nothing wrong with like a harmless flirt either. If they're being flirty with you, like you can be friendly back and mm. everything. You don't need to imply that something's going to happen. But I also think instead happen. of being like, oh, um, I should let you know I've got a boyfriend. Yeah, I don't think I think so just that. slide it into conversation. Just be like, oh, I reckon my boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I reckon what you can do is be like, oh, my God, I have to introduce you to some of my single friends. Oh, that's a good one. So you're simultaneously saying that you're not single, but you have other girlfriends that are single and maybe he can meet Lovers. them. Hit the nail on the head. <laughs> Give me that round of applause. <laughs> yeah, so do that. I'm assuming that you're not out by yourself. You're out with girlfriends. Still take the free drinks. Have a bit of banter with this person. There's nothing wrong with that. Girls and guys can still have conversations when one's in a relationship and the other one's single. Seriously. But yeah, just slide in a way that kind of alludes to the fact that you're not single in a fun, friendly Mm. way. I'm going to introduce you to my single friends. Well, what about that time? Have we told that story about that guy that just randomly gave me $50? Oh, wait. No, I don't think we have told that story. Oh, lol. So there was this guy and he was from Manchester. And he had a really, really deep accent. Mm. And he was lining up for the bar in Manchester United were playing. And then I was like, oh, I love your accent. And he was much older. I think he was like maybe in his late 30s. And then he was like, oh, I'm so surprised that you, you can, can understand, understand me. me. And I was like, oh, well, my boyfriend's parents are Scottish. And he was like, oh, boyfriend. And because I think that he was like trying to kind of flirt yeah. with me after that. But then knowing that I had a boyfriend, he like still offered to buy me a drink. And then he forgot to buy me a drink and turns around. And he's like, oh. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I forgot to get you a drink, but here. And just goes into his wallet and hands yeah, me 50, 50 bucks. bucks. <laughs> I was like, what? He's, He's like, like Lauren, so let's go to the bar. <laughs> He's like, I feel so bad. The line's really long. And I said I'd get you a drink. And I was like, wow, you even gave me 50 bucks after I told you I had a boyfriend. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, I buy drinks for people all the time when I have 100%. no intention you of hooking up with them. It's never a flirty thing. I yeah. probably, the one person that I do flirt with the most, my boyfriend, I probably buy the least amount of drinks yeah. for. And I also think it's pretty, like, toxic masculinity vibes to assume that buying a drink for someone equates you getting to have sex with them or touch them later like do you know what I mean so I think yeah take the drink there's nothing wrong with that slide in that your girlfriends are single 
I actually had that reminds me of your story. I had something similar happen to me one time. I was out with two of my girlfriends and we'd gone to an AFL game. And I think like Sexpo was on at the same time or something. There was heaps of people out. Anyway, and we're like waiting for like an Uber or a cab or something out the front. And this old guy started talking to me. And my two girlfriends were like, Lauren, why are you talking to this guy? And I was just like, I'm just being friendly, blah, blah. Mm. He was like, oh, like, I was not attracted to him. Mm. And we we're just having like, he was giving me compliments. You know, I love attention. <laughs> anyway, and so we're just having a bit of a chat. And they were like, Lauren, stop talking to him, like giving me shit for talking to him. And then they got in the cab and I was like, all right, I'm going now. Bye. And went to give the guy a hug. I gave him a hug and then he slid a hundred dollar bill into my hand. Oh, I remember, remember this story? story. Yeah. And I got into the car and I was like, fuck you, bitches. Look what I got for being friendly. <laughs> But yeah, there's nothing wrong with being friendly with guys at the bar. Do mm. you, girl? Seriously, it's 2022. We're not like bound to marry any man that we talk to. Exactly. Shut the hell up, society, okay? <laughs> what would you do if you found out your boyfriend was cheating on you with your sister? <laughs> Who would you be more mad at? Holy shit. Your sister. Okay, number one, 100% your sister. If you're not more mad at your sister, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, or maybe you're not very close with your sister. But, like, the relationship that we have, I can't even imagine. Ugh. Oh, my God. Yuck. How dare you? And, like, you would never do that. You're so close. You've got your sisters back no matter what. Boys come and go and they're retired. Family's forever. Yeah, family's forever. Yeah, 100% I'd be more pissed off my sister. I'd be so pissed off at both of them. It's not like the boy would get away with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's totally in the wrong as yeah. well. I'd break up with him, but I'd be like, How could you do you? that to family? I know. That's mental. That is hilarious, though. Um. So advice on that. Uh, <laughs> don't do, don't do that. <laughs> Move to China and start a new life. Uh, Cut that bitch out. I don't even know how to give advice on that because it's just so intense. Well, I'd break up with the boyfriend break for the sure because how could you get past that? Have like, a sit-down, serious conversation with your sister and just be like, how the fuck did this happen? Yeah, were you how on you all the drugs? Me? Like, what? Were you on all drugs? <laughs> were you on all drugs? Were you doing alcohol? <laughs> yeah, I think definitely the sister has something to answer for. Tell the parents. Get them to yeah, fucking annihilate Yeah, be mum and dad involved. That is fucked if that actually happens You know, somewhere. you actually hear this happening more often than you yeah. would like to believe. If Reddit's to be believed, there's some Seriously. crazy stuff happening out there. Okay, next one. How do you move past relationships? Okay. That stumped her. <laughs> I don't know. I still haven't done it. No, I'm kidding. I actually think I'll give myself credit. I know I like to give myself credit a lot, guys, but this is something I will give myself credit for. Um, maybe it was the context of the situation, but I know that a lot of my friends were saying to me that I moved past my last relationship very well and mm. very easily. Were you ever in love with him, though? That's what I'm saying. Maybe there's more context to mm. it. Maybe I never was really in love or maybe I knew that I shouldn't have been with that person, et cetera, et cetera. Who knows? But I think going back to what we said before about not letting guys affect your confidence, write down if you broke up with them for a reason, write down all of the reasons that you broke up with them and all of the reasons that they're not right for you. Go back to that list and just read them. Anytime you're thinking, oh, maybe I should message them or like I miss them or anything like that, go back and read that list again. Mm. Channeling anger in those situations is so much better than being heartbroken. Like it was so easy for me to get over my last relationship because I was just angry. I wasn't Mm. even heartbroken. Mm. I was just like, I was shocked and I was sad at like the loss of it. But the main overarching emotion that I felt was anger and it mm. made it so much better like don't get sad get angry I reckon mm. just don't get like, sad get mad yeah don't get sad get mad one point I will give on that is kind of like flip 
the narrative yeah instead of being like oh my god i'm single again like this is so annoying i just yeah. loved him like i blah, put blah, in blah. all this work in this relationship yeah that's so much done. time wasted instead of you like that be like oh there were so many good parts of that relationship i learned a lot about myself and then be like and i'm single again like how far how i haven't exciting. been single in ages and go out with my girlfriends meet new guys yeah all there's that kind of nothing stuff. more exciting than the feeling of not knowing what's around the corner now. Mm. I know some people get anxious about that, but I think it's just like you can flip it because like people like to know, you know, oh, I'm stable. I'm in this relationship. I know how the next like five, ten years are going to go. But that can be a little bit suffocating sometimes as well, you know, Mm. being like my whole life is kind of mapped out for me. Mm. It's really exciting to think, I don't know what's going to happen next. Who am mm. I going to meet tonight? What's going to happen tomorrow? Am I going to move to London? Yeah, exactly. British boy? Yeah. So I just think like take back the power. You are the main character of your life yeah. and you can either play the victim and, and be like, oh, I lost this person or be like, they lost me. Yeah. I am the prize. Yeah. And what the, you don't chase prizes. Yeah. Serena Kerrigan says that. Yeah. You don't chase. Prizes, prizes don't, don't chase. chase. Yeah. yeah. Prizes, prizes don't, don't chase. chase. Yeah. Prizes don't chase. Yeah, yeah. yeah we got it. People chase um, prizes. Prizes don't chase. And you are the prize, girl. 100%. And I was going to say as well on that, you are in control of your own thoughts. So mm. if you're constantly being like, oh, my God, I'm so sad. That sucks. Instead of being like, oh, this is so fun. Like I did that when mum passed away. And I'll touch on that when we go into a grief episode. But you've just got to flip it and just be like, I am in control of what's going on yeah. in my brain up exactly. here. So let's just make sure that That's I'm not so going to be sad all the time. We spoke about that a lot. Your life is short and you're going to be living regardless. And <laughs> Unless you're not. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say, like, unless, yeah. <laughs> unless you have a brain on your wrist. No, so you're going to have to, like, live in your own head and in your own body regardless of, like, what you do, what you think, yeah. what any of those make things. Make it a little positive yeah. place to live. So make it positive whenever you can. If you're feeling bad and you really need to talk to someone it's really affecting your life, obviously you can go and seek professional help, go see a counsellor or a therapist or something like that. But I would say throw yourself into fun with your girlfriends or mm. your family, work on your self-worth again, find things that – maybe find, like, a new hobby or something. I was just about to say that. Yeah, I feel like that gets um, kind of, like, a, a cringy, like, desperate – rap sometimes like finding yeah, a new well, I hobby feel like hobbies are always related to like starting Knitting arts and, and crafts stuff, yeah. like hobbies can be like starting new pilates thing yeah or getting really into reading actually again. me jade and chloe when we lost mum, we all started reformer Doing pilates, pilates and that until was so one fun. of the instructors looked like mum. yeah mum's suddenly taking the pilates <laughs> class this wasn't how this is supposed to go <laughs> all right yeah so i hope that advice helped But you are the prize. Remember that. Okay, so I've just downloaded Hinge to get back into the scene after getting out of a long-term relationship with a girl. I'm bi, so I've got both girls and guys on there. But my ex is the only girl I've ever been with. I've been talking to a few people and have set up a couple of dates. However, I'm absolutely stressing about the dates with the girls. Help me. One just asked to get drinks tomorrow night and I don't know how to turn her down, but I've already given her my availability when I was drunk last night and now I've decided to go against it. Lol. Oh, okay. So first of all, I would say, do you actually want this and you're just scared? Like, is this a part of you that you actually Yeah, are, are you just nervous? Of? Like you're nervous for a job interview? Yeah. Do you actually not want to do this or is this just that you're nervous and it would actually be great? Mm. Because is it just that you're comfortable dating guys? So you're saying that you're only worried about the dates with the girls. You're okay mm. with dating the guys. Is that because there's part of you that isn't sure if you want to totally embrace that side of you mm. yet? So maybe go for it or be gentle with yourself 
our sexuality and everything is a journey and mm. you don't have to be black or white. Maybe you're not quite ready yet, but you're still open to it. Mm. So maybe... I'd say go on a few dates with the guys first, if that's what you feel more comfortable. To get you back into dating. Yeah, yeah, just to get comfortable with dating again so you kind of know what to expect instead of diving straight into dating a girl again. Yeah, if you're a bit worried about yeah. that and feeling uncomfortable. But yeah... In terms of how to get out of this date, if you really want to, I think the best way to get out of a date, and I feel like I'm like setting myself up here, but is to make out as if you are totally booked up for the next few weeks. And this time that you gave her Mm. was the only availability that you had. Mm. But in the time between the time that she replied to you or since, I don't know, somehow, like, you have gotten another offer, a better mm. offer. No, I'm joking. You just gotten... tell her that. Just be like, sorry, babe, I've, I've got, got a better offer. offer. Yeah. No, say that, like, one it's of your friends. a better date with a hotter chick. Yeah. You've got, like, a family or a friend's emergency or you've got, like, a girlfriend um, has, like, organized a dinner because she's going through, like, a drama and really needs, like, a girly night. And mm. especially when you're going to a girl, you would um, they'd they'd more understanding. understand that. And then word it that way. So this was my only free night for the next few weeks. But if you're still interested in a few weeks, I'll go hit you up, blah, mm. blah, blah like so sorry and then so it kind of gives you <laughs> sorry Beb. sorry Beb. it gives you that out but at the same time you're leaving it open to maybe if you're if feeling you do decide yeah later, you can like think about it a little bit mm. rather than just like having to make a decision right now and then but and don't know that you're lying too. yes exactly but don't beat yourself up about it it's all a journey it's mm. all a ride just enjoy the ride and don't think that you have to put yourself in any boxes everything's assimilation anyway guys. exactly nothing that. matters did you say elon musk's dad got his stepdaughter pregnant He raised her since she was four. What? Yeah. Elon Musk's dad. Got his own stepdaughter. His own stepdaughter pregnant that he's raised since she was four years old. That is fucked. Yeah. Oh, my God. Something like that happened with... um, Woody Allen? Woody Allen, yeah. Mm, Except... But it was a bit different. That was consensual. Oh, yeah. There was like... Well, because they're like married now, I think. Woody Allen has like this really dark past. We should do an episode on that. Yeah. So I remember I read this thing on Tumblr and it was like... So beautifully written, but it was like so sad and awful. So well, that sounds right up our alley. <laughs> <laughs> no, the thing that I read, but the whole story about yeah, it. Yeah, really that would interesting. be interesting. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so the next one. When is it time to let a friend go? Um, just pull the plug. Yeah, just say, see ya, I'm outie. Dion, I'm outie. Okay, so it would be time to let a friend go. Once again, go back and listen to our Are You Being a Bad Friend episode. But I would say it's time to let a friend go if they are literally a toxic Mm. influence in your life, if they're making you feel bad, if you're like dreading hanging out with them, if you're trying to put off at all costs like a Mm. catch up, if they don't have your back. Mm. If they're speaking badly about you to other people Mm. or if they've betrayed you. They're not there when you need them. Yeah, they're not there when you need them. If you go through something, it kind of proves. Sometimes when you go through really shitty times, you learn so much from it and it proves who your real friends friends are and who's really there for you in those times. Sometimes, you know, people always like be the bigger person. And, you know, I've always kind of been a bit like that. Like, I'm like, oh, you know, like just kind of keep someone at arm's distance, but always be friendly to everyone. But sometimes it like really plays an emotional toll Mm. and it's best to just walk away from Mm. them and cut them off and let them go. So I think it depends on what they've done to you. But if it is actually having a negative impact on your life and you really have realized that they're not a true friend, let them go. Let them go. And if they reach out. And they try and rekindle the friendship. If it's worth it to you, you Keep can... Keep it like yeah. a, as an arm's length. Though. Yeah, exactly. It depends what they've done to you. If they've really betrayed you or really hurt you, I don't think you owe them anything. Yeah. Okay. I need advice for if my boyfriend goes to college slash how to make long distance work when breaking up isn't really an option for us. Okay. 
Oh. Coming to the wrong person for that. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm kidding. Um, go with them, I think. If you really want to make this really? relationship work, you have to go with them. If you guys are separated for so long and they're going to a college experience, you know what's going to happen. Don't be naive. They're going to fucking college. Like, oh. if they're going to an American college as an Australian boy. Yeah. And they're what? Over six foot two? Yeah. Most likely if they're playing basketball. <laughs> they're going to fuck hoes. But it's not even that. They're going to be tempted 24-7. I'm so sorry, whoever you are. But they are. They're going to have constant temptations. And if you're not there to at least be like, hey, here's a reminder of how much you fucking love me. Yeah. Like a call and a video call and a text every now and then isn't going to be enough. Okay. So my advice would be I've been there. Girlfriend. And what happened there? Exactly. Loz, and exactly what Chloe ten out of 10. said And if happened. that fucking degenerate can yeah. cheat on you. Two weeks into long distance. Two weeks. However, he was a loser. He, Maybe and this he guy. He over there with premeditated plans. Yeah. He, he was going to do that. I think, exactly. So I think like your boyfriend is probably like way cooler and might not do that. However, I have to just put this out there. Just don't go into it naive. Go into it with all of the information. So I'm guessing they're going over to college. They play a sport or something. So they're an athlete. All Mm. right. I have grown up knowing so many of these relationships where the guy gets a scholarship to go play college and it ends up coming out later if it doesn't come out at the time that they were cheating on them the whole time. However, maybe they're always the type that was going to cheat anyway. I'm not saying it definitely can't work. If you are going to work, I think... Maybe just change your rules in your relationship. Just be like, look, let's still message and like, we still have a lot of love for each other, but maybe if we just... So that way you'll stop yourself from getting really hurt if something bad does happen. Or just be open to the idea that maybe that will happen. Don't go into it. Like you have to go in trusting, but don't go into it totally naive and thinking that this person will not do this to me because it can happen as much as you might trust them or as much as they might seem trustworthy. This is so fucked and so negative, but we've just seen it happen so many times and it's happened to me. However, if you really are determined not to break up, I would say you have to, it has to be like constant contact Try and make, try and go over there. Go over there. Yeah. Go and visit. I would say even make friends with their friends over there or even like some girlfriends over there. So you've got some allies that will like have your back over there as well. Yeah. yeah. And they're like aware of you and stuff. Mm. Make sure you're keeping out for the signs. Like this didn't really make a difference in my situation because I was all over his social media, but like make sure you're like you're on his social media so people can see that he is in a relationship and he's not on private or anything like that. Um, yeah, I would say this is not the advice that you are looking for. We're but I would give say this chick so much head noise yeah. before the boyfriend goes to But I would say go into the situation with those things in place that like you're just making sure just in case that those things are in place, that mm. it's quite clear that he's in a relationship and that everyone knows you're in a relationship and that's like that's set, okay? Mm. So they can't be like little sneaky bitch over there. Mm. The other thing that I would say is at the same time you have to like – be smart about it, but you do have to trust them. It's not going to work if you don't trust them. Yeah. Like Chloe said, maybe you're going to change the boundaries of your relationship a little bit so that you're open to, okay, maybe you can have those conversations down the line. You know, if you ever decide that you're getting tempted or anything, you have to come to me and talk to mm. me about it. And this is open to that. Mm. Okay. Don't make it. And also it- like, don't for yourself as well. Like you don't really want to be doing a long distance. Like you'd prefer not to be doing a long distance relationship. So instead of it being like, oh, he's going to be going over there and sleeping with so many people, it's going to be so hard for me. You're still here and you can do what you want to do if you want to be talking to guys and you've decided to have an open relationship or yeah. just talk to them when they get back. Don't make out From like it's the end this, of the world. though, she's saying that like breaking up is 
not an option for us though. So I think they've made the decision already that they're not breaking up, that they want to be together and they want to try and make it work. Yeah, but breaking up could be just a little break while they're gone. Yeah. I think this is hard because Chloe's seen firsthand what happened to me and she's like, there's no fucking way, don't do it, girlfriend. And I do feel that way as well. I don't think I've ever seen a situation where it's worked out positively. So why don't you tell your boyfriend to be the... The anomaly. Yeah. That's what I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, be the exception to the rule. Yeah, the exception to the rule. That's yeah, what I was going to say. Yeah, 100%. Okay, just to wrap that up though, if you are feeling like you do really want to make it work, I would say just go for it, see how it works. Like we're saying that it's that there is a high chance that it might not work just from our experience. However, it could work. You could be the exception to the rule. You just need to be aware that that college experience, especially as an athlete, yeah. is a different – it's like a – It's not like he's going over there to work. Yeah, and, yeah it's a it's, different experience. It's not just – long distance in general it's that that's like on steroids yeah but if you're, if you're gonna give it a go give it a go i would suggest making sure that your life back home is as full and fun and satisfying as possible you don't mm. want to just be sitting at home while he's over there having heaps of fun and like living his dream and you're missing him mm. you want to be filling all your days with seeing your friends playing sports doing hobbies going out having so much fun so mm. that you're living your best life back here and you're not worrying so much about missing them mm. and what they're up to obviously keep the contact up then good luck to you because best of luck you're gonna need it no <laughs> sorry hopefully that wasn't too negative (laughs) (laughs) if someone puts you down without intentionally realizing how do you let them know that it's not okay without popping off okay i saw this thing on tiktok and i don't know if it would work but you could just be like no (laughs) shut the fuck up susan (laughs) no it's unrelated it was if someone makes a joke at your expense and then you just go what Sorry, what? And you just can't understand them, so then it's not funny anymore if you keep if they keep having to if explain it. Doing, yeah. And at the end, you can just be like, oh, like that yeah, funny. yeah. And yeah, you can try that. I try that. No, I like that. Just like being a dick. If they just keep putting you down, like little put downs, and they're not realizing it, they think they're either being funny or they're just like saying something that they're like that maybe they wouldn't take offense to it. A lot of the time, the people that do say those offensive things are super sensitive and would get super offended if you said it. But I would just make a joke out of it at the time. And then if it keeps going on. Draw attention to it. Yeah, if it keeps going on, then confront them. Like I said, do we have an issue? Yeah, Do we have a problem? (laughs) Well, yeah, without popping off, you don't have to um, fully have a go, like like Chloe just suggested. But (laughs) but I think, (laughs) yeah, just like bring attention to it because if it's unintentional and they're not realizing it, they're probably not aware that they're even doing it all the time. So like make a little joke out of it and bring it up every single time that they do it Mm. so that they are aware of it now. And now it can't be, they're not realizing it or it's unintentional because you have made a point of it, whether you make a joke or not, you've made a point of it and they continue to do it. Yeah. A lot of the time as well, it's probably just stemming from their own insecurities. If yeah. they constantly bag you out about something. Exactly. Probably They're probably jealous of you. <laughs> That's what mummy's always jealous. <laughs> I'm single and I'm getting pressure from my friends and family to start dating and find someone. A lot of my friends have been pushing me to go on the dating apps, but I don't really think it's my thing. Three of my friends are in long-term relationships with guys they met on Hinge. Should I just do it? It depends why you think you need to be in a relationship. I feel like you don't have to be in a relationship. Like if you want to be in a relationship, then be in a relationship. But if it's other people's reasons that are making you think you should be in a relationship, 
do not be in a relationship because yeah. then you'll end up being in a relationship with the wrong person. Why is society so reasons? obsessed with finding someone and settling down and Only being in a relationship? Women, yeah. Men, focus on your careers. Exactly. Girls, get a husband. Yeah. yeah. That's like the main goal for girls that society puts pressure on you to achieve is to find a partner and to settle down and to get married and to have kids. There are other things that you can do. People are having kids later and later in life. So don't let your biological clock put pressure on you either. There's other options mm. if that's the issue. I honestly do think that society just like it's so deeply ingrained that sometimes people who don't even really believe those things will still ask you if you've met anyone or that mm. you why don't you try the apps or do you it happened to me all the time I had so many people Did like you write suggesting this question in, yeah, it's me <laughs> I had this happen all the time where people would be like pressuring me to do the apps I ended up doing it for I never thought it was my thing but I ended <laughs> up doing madness. it for March Madness and it proved that it was not my thing yeah and you know what like if it's not for you that's okay like a hundred I have to admit, like when I was on it, and who knows if I'll try it again with like a different mindset if I am a little bit more interested in dating. But if you're not really ready to date, and even if you are, you don't need to go on the apps. I think there's a lot of pressure to do it. But for me, it wasn't for me, and I did it anyway. And there was part of it, I honestly have to say, that it felt a bit icky and it felt like I was, like, selling my soul a little bit. I was like, this isn't for me. I wasn't really going to do this. No, that's when you were on OnlyFans Love. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. It was the vagina shots. No, but I think, like, don't do anything that you don't want to do if it's just because of other people putting pressure on you. Do you mm. mean, like feel a little bit sorry for the people that think that the only thing in life is to settle down and find someone else, mm. that you need someone else to bring you happiness. I remember I found this thing and in, in, at the time in high school, I thought it was the most beautiful thing ever, but it was basically that like originally humans were formed with two heads, four arms and four legs. So your whole life you're searching for your other half. And Which is also school, a problematic thought that you yes, have just I the thought one that person. was so beautiful. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, that's like your soulmate, blah, blah, blah. But then as I got older, it's like, so basically what you're saying is we're not whole unless we have someone else. Like yeah. why are we always a half of a person until we are in a relationship? That's so stupid. You're a whole person. Exactly. You know, you should be a whole person before you go into a relationship because otherwise you're bringing baggage into that relationship. A hundred percent. Cannot agree more. Okay. How do you create space from your family without hurting their feelings? Okay, so this one is a tough one. I think this is a tough one for us to answer because we're so close. Yeah, I don't know. I think if you're feeling like you're living in each other's pockets sometimes, you probably need to find ways that you can do things either with your friends separately from your family or by yourself where you get a little bit of space and you can Mm. get your own space and Mm. kind of clear your head and everything. If you're finding that they're getting too involved in your life or putting pressure on you in certain situations, because like it's great to be really open with your family, but then I know that a lot of people... main people in their lives that are putting pressure on them or that they're feeling like they need to live up to a certain thing can be your family, your parents, your sisters, your uncles and all of that, you know, Mm. Um, if you guys don't know what family is. (laughs) (laughs) And so sometimes you need to, maybe you even need to sit down if if it's coming from that, because this is quite broad, but if it's coming from that, that you're feeling pressure or you're feeling like they're, they're being too involved in your life decisions Mm. and stuff. Maybe you actually need to sit down with them and have a conversation and be Mm. like, look, I love you. I respect you. I always want to make you proud, but this is my life Mm. and I need to make my own decisions and I need you to respect me and respect my decisions as well. I feel like a lot of the time as well with parents, once you actually vocalize something that is affecting you, yeah, then they'll be like, oh my God, I had no idea. And they'll be like, my parents used to do that to me and I hated it so much. I can't believe that now I'm doing that to you. Like, yes. And they'll understand. They won't. I mean, I hope a lot of the time they won't be like, oh, shut the fuck up. I'll go do it anyway. I also, another comment that I have to make on that, 
We are very lucky. I'm super close with my family. And I didn't think that Lauren and I could get any closer. But now we're in love. (laughs) This is how we're telling you all. (laughs) No. When I moved out, I thought that it was going to bring a huge wedge between our family. And I was really worried about that and that Mm. I wouldn't be as close to Lauren. And I actually have to say it's done the complete opposite. Lauren and I are closer than we've ever been because I moved out and we weren't constantly on top of each other. So maybe, I'm not sure how old the person who wrote that in is, but maybe if you're getting to that age where you might be financially stable enough to move out, maybe that would be a good idea because now every time I, instead of me just coming home from work and sitting on the couch or going into my room and being like, hey guys. Or being so exhausted that you just want to go to bed. You don't actually hang out. I do that in my own time. Yeah. When I come and hang out with you and dad. It's always quality it's time. It's quality time. I never am on my phone. I'm actually hanging out with you guys and spending the best possible time together. Yeah. And we're like excited to see each other. Yeah. And stuff. Even though we literally still see each other. It does make the heart go fronder. It like, so does. If you're fronder with an yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absence makes the heart grow fonder. If you're not seeing them all the time, you've got things to go away and tell them about. And it's just, it's nice. Yeah. So step one, I guess, would just be go get space, do things like your own hobbies, your own things during the week, going out with your friends separately from your family but if it is getting to the point where it's like driving a wedge or causing drama yeah Mm. maybe you do need to think about moving out Mm. and getting your own space Mm. and then if that's not an option for you just sit them down and have a nice open chat oh this is a good one how do you tell a boy you're meant to be seeing that you have your period oh this is a very good one so i'm guessing the reason that you're seeing them is because you're about to hook up yeah Or that there's probably an expectation that you're going to sleep together. Um, I actually remember when Ryan and I first started dating that I straight up said to him like, oh, I've got my period. I've got my period. Yeah. He was like, "Um, I want to hang out with you. I wasn't just expecting that we're going to have sex. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes it could be a great thing to say that so that you're kind of like getting the the vibe from them, whether they're interested in you and your personality as well. Like they're serious about you or it's just about sex. Yeah. Honestly, I think it's a completely natural, normal thing. Like the also, I'm fucking fire says. So be open about it. I 100%. And I'm going to say as well, if a guy has an issue with you having your period, don't be fucking yeah, hanging out with him anyway. dump him. If Yuck. you mention period in front of a guy and a guy gets squeamish, fuck off. Like, yeah. Grow up. If they're grossed out, like, oh, don't talk to me about that. Just yeah. be like, well, I won't talk to you then. Yeah, exactly. So just be, like, open about it from the start. If you make it more of an issue, like, I've had um, situations where I've been like, oh, God, like, maybe I won't even go and see them because I don't want to have to have that conversation. Mm. And now that I'm a bit older, like, it's not an issue anymore. I realise, like, how normal it is, I would just say. But, yeah, just make it like, – if it's a non-issue for you, if you're making it quite clearly a non-issue, it will be a non-issue for them unless they're a loser and then you, you yeah. know. And you're yeah, that's it. so true, like, how you approach it if you're like yeah. – um, oh. If you make it this Sorry, big deal, like, by yeah. The way, like, then they'll be, oh. oh my god, there's something wrong with me. <laughs> my vagina. <laughs> it's bleeding. It's bleeding. <laughs> Next one. What's a good one year present? What is too big or too small? Like, what is expected for a present after a year of dating? This is a good question. That is a good question. Ryan and I, for all of our anniversaries, we were never really gift people we'd either go away or just do like a i nice was gonna say that out. do an experience so i reckon an experience i reckon plan something if you want to surprise them if you want it to be like a present from you plan like a nice night out or even maybe go down the coast go like yeah. a wine tour or something like that or maybe even just like get like a hotel room in the city or something and make it like this really special romantic yeah. night or something or yeah like a really nice dinner yeah yeah you could do like both. a plan something for you yeah, yeah. or I even think... like a cool picnic or something like you put it on mm. so it's coming from you it's not just like a oh should we do this together yeah so it's still like that got that gifty feel yeah i can do an experience for sure you can do like hot air ballooning or something like that. There's yeah, like all those things that you do. Yeah. 
How do I get my family to connect more? Oh, okay. Mm, I love that. I love that too. Coming um, from a family that is really close, I think we might be able to give good advice. Well, we got a lot closer when mum died, so. <laughs> yeah, maybe like kill your mum. <laughs> you can do that. Or your dad. I mean, depends which one you love more. <laughs> no, I would say um, do things like quality time. Mm. Don't just hang out for, you know, like someone's birthday because you have to. Those things that you're kind of like meant to do. Just organize a random dinner where you mm. all sit down and maybe make it like a deal that you all have to put your phones away, mm. something like that. Play like games, yes. card games, Oh my God, games. the best thing, games. Yeah. yeah. So much fun. And I also feel like, especially when we were getting older, I feel like it kind of opened up some conversations with our parents that you didn't really have as kids. Yeah. Like, and like jokes It started like talking that. about yeah. like their days of like partying and yeah. like stuff like that. And their like, relationships. And yeah. Like that. Ask them about themselves. Yeah. Like I feel like a lot of time you're caught Everyone up, likes to talk about themselves. Everyone likes to talk about themselves. Ask your parents what their first relationship was like or what they were like in high school, mm. their funnest party they ever went to or something. Yeah. Start making it more of like instead of them being always your parents start talking to them like they're an actual human being as well you know yeah and if it's your sibling i would say go to them for advice and make it clear to them that you really value their opinion on it because i think that will bond you and that will make them think like oh this person really respects me they're coming to me for advice they think i'm going to give them good advice on this and that will bring you guys closer together as well even if you have to make something up or like (laughs) you don't really want their advice but you're just doing it just because you're trying to connect with them you know and get Mm. find things that you both have in common yeah a really cool podcast maybe yeah maybe you can listen to our (laughs) podcast together holding hands or just find something that you guys can bond over like maybe it's like if you guys play sport together or something like that yeah joining a sport if it's a brother that you're trying to get closer to maybe playing like a mixed sport with yeah, them would be fun be like fun. there's heaps of mixed sports out there at the moment that you can do i forgot that people have like male siblings as i well. know hope that helps family is number one so you have our full support with trying to make that work because that's really beautiful and important okay when's the right time to move in with your boyfriend being together for five years since we were 19 Wow. I moved in with Ryan after five years, six years. I would say, you know, like just on paper, that sounds like a good time. But I think there's no right time to do anything. It mm. what, what might work for some people might not work for others. Like I know our parents moved in like months after, after five months yeah, of, dating. of dating and they've been together ever since. <laughs> <laughs> but other <laughs> people, yeah, they've been together ever since. But other people, you know, they might have wanted to live their lives as separately as possible, you know, so it's still so fun mm. and exciting and they don't take each other for granted. I was actually watching um, the Kardashians and Gwyneth Paltrow's on there and she's talking about how her and her husband, well, they're obviously loaded, so it's very different, mm. but her and her husband had their own houses until a year after already being mar- yeah, married. Yeah, They, yeah, had, they so didn't they're... live together until a year after being married. Yeah. So there is something to be said for having your own space and mm. living separate lives. And that doesn't mean separate lives as in like you, you don't have anything to do with each other, but you've got your own things going on. It doesn't mm. have to be so much. Always to, to move in. Yeah. And what are we doing? Yes, exactly. So I would suggest if it feels right for you right now, do it. Bring up the conversation or start if you haven't spoken about it with them yet. Bring up like little every now and then, like slip it in, like, oh, this would be so cool. I'd love to live here in this suburb Mm. or I'd love to do this. Or when do you think it's the right time to move in with someone and stuff like Mm. that? 
If you're not on the same page, though, that can cause issues. So, you know, you might need to work out whether you're on the same page with that. If they really want to move in and you're not ready. If you're both financially stable as well. Exactly. Because money is going to cause a lot. Like money issues in relationships are one of the biggest things. So Money is the number one reason for divorce. Yeah. So if you're struggling to pay rent and stuff, that will cause like an extra tension and stuff. But mm. like so fun moving in with your partner as well. If you're feeling ready now, do it. I don't think there's any like right time though. It's yeah. whenever it feels right for you. 100%. Are you allowed to want sex from guys you know you shouldn't? Ooh. Absolutely. Good quizzo. Of course sex. you can, yeah. Of course you can. You can have want to have sex with whoever you want as long as they're consenting and of age. Yeah. However, I would also take into consideration how is it going to make you feel if you know that, like, deep down it's not really just sex, you have feelings for them mm. and it's going to lead you to get into like a toxic headspace or you're going to end up hurt over it, mm. then maybe, you know, survival mode, look after yourself and don't go down mm. that path if you know it's going to have a bad outcome. But yeah, of course, if someone's like screwed you over but the sex was really good and you don't have feelings for them anymore, yeah. you still want to have sex with them, don't let your friend's Although, opinion. I will say though, why shouldn't you have sex with this person? Is it a friend's ex? If that's the case... Oh, don't, yeah. Don't go there. Then. We need more context. Yeah. Who is this person that you shouldn't be having sex with? <laughs> if it's your dad, don't do it. <laughs> <girlfriend. Yeah. laughs> but yeah, Quick, let's just go on to the next question. <laughs> yeah, you can do it as long as there's no like, if you're not going to hurt anyone and you're not going to end up hurt, go for it. Yeah. Okay, in your last episode, oh, I love this. In your last episode, you spoke about catching negative self-talk. I've been in a slump lately and have found my negative thoughts are becoming a problem. I always thought it was just a normal thing, but it's definitely started to have an impact on me and I want to change it. What are some steps to change my self-talk? I need help. First of all, fucking bravo for the fact that you have picked up on this yeah. yourself and you want to change this. And then you've realized is it is such a problem. a huge step, step in the right direction. That's step one. Mm. First of all- like in rehab. Step yeah. one is admitting you have a problem. Exactly. You're not denying it anymore. So that's amazing. So first of all, I would say if it's really having a negative impact on your life and it's like it's really hurting you and causing, yeah, and hurting people around you, we would first suggest to go and talk to a therapist to see a licensed professional that's going to give you professional medical advice. Mm. But from our advice, so that would be like number one, if if it's gone to that point, maybe that is what you need to do. However, from a friend or sister perspective, Mm. first of all, you are amazing. Realize how amazing you are. There's only one of you in the whole world. Mm. Like, how cool is that? Focus on the fact that you are the only version of you and you've got one life to live and it's so much more enjoyable if you're your own best friend and if Mm. you've got your back. And your life's going to suck if you're constantly bullying yourself and putting yourself down all the time. So you've already made the first step of realizing it and you want to change it and you just need to focus on why you want to do that. It's going to be so much better if you have your own back and if you're your own cheerleader rather than putting yourself down and being your worst bully. Mm. Um, so one thing that we do, and we spoke about this in a few of our other episodes, but literally change that voice in your head. So rather than hearing it in your own voice, you can turn it into like, yeah, you can hear it. You can hear it. Wait, have I said how? Yeah, you have. have? Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, no, you haven't said that. Oh yes. So guys, huge news. So you know how my little voice in my head was like this older British woman. Now that we have a podcast and I listen to my voice all the time. My voice is my own voice now. How cool is that? Isn't that crazy? My voice in my head is my own voice. That's Sometimes amazing. when I'm like reading something, it'll be... The British girl comes back. Yeah, <laughs> little, little Britty. But um, most of the time now, it's my... When I'm thinking day to day and when I'm just walking and doing something yeah. or like cleaning something up, it's my own voice now. That's crazy. So crazy. So, so if my voice can change, so, so can yours. yours. Exactly. 
So I would say like maybe even turn that voice in your head to like a cartoon character. Like we do this all the time. We're like, oh, you stupid little watermelon or something oh, like that. Like, down. can't believe you did that. Like, yeah. So you, it's like a voice that you can't really take seriously. Like you're mm. not going to take this high-pitched like cartoon character's voice seriously. Mm. So even like like changing that voice. Every time you catch yourself having a negative thought about yourself, so you've already realized that you're doing it. So now every time you catch it, quickly follow it up with two positive thoughts. Mm. So you're like outweighing the negative. Mm. Actually, my therapist told me that for every negative thought or situation, you need five positive things Ooh, to outweigh that. Okay. So she so was putting that into it up to five. Um, kind of just say if someone says something that upsets you, you then need to hear five things from them to recover that. So for yourself, if you say one bad thing, then just cover it up with five. Okay. Fix yeah. Five. So take it up a notch. Go up to five. <laughs> Plus two isn't enough. Yeah. Well, maybe start with two and build up to five. Yeah. Obviously practice the five and five speaking of fives. You can do it every morning if you want until you start to see like a noticeable difference. So you're saying five positive things about you physically and five positive things about you non-physically to yourself every day another thing is be gentle with yourself like this is a journey the self-love journey is a long one and there's Mm. peaks and troughs so it doesn't happen overnight this isn't something that like we were just born with like Mm. loving ourselves and and thinking positive things all the time yeah so trust the process and do all these steps be kind be kind to yourself as you're going along but i definitely think It's like, like Chloe said, it's so good that you've even like realized that this is causing like a problem for you. Your environment makes a huge difference. Mm -hmm. So maybe make a playlist of like, I've got a playlist of like instant good mood and I put it Mm. on and it just like the music just puts me in a good mood every single time. Mm. So listen to positive music, listen to podcasts that make you feel good, like our podcast or other like inspirational ones or something that you find interesting. I also find a lot of the time people start listening to a podcast because it's super trendy and everyone's listening to it, but then they're actually like, I don't, this doesn't, this is resonate with me. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't the kind of thing that makes me happy. Yeah. So don't just listen to something because everyone listens to it. Make sure it's something that actually resonates with you. Or watch a show or something like that just because other people are saying. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, guys, I'm sorry. The office. I can't get into it. Chloe, shut your mouth. Shut no, your whole I mouth. can't. I've tried. I'm gonna... One of my girlfriends and I were actually talking about this. It's so hyped up, and I want to love it because everyone loves have you, it. How many episodes have you watched? So I started from the beginning. I got to about episode five. I was like, nah, not it. So season one. To season you skip two. Season one. Yeah. Skip to season two. Watch a couple episodes. Nah, not it. So I skipped halfway through season two. But then sometimes I got. But you probably fades. haven't given like the characters time to like grow on you yet. How long is it going to take? Because Brooklyn Nine Nine didn't take that long. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, yeah, but is that's Brooklyn your favorite, favorite show. I think Brooklyn Nine-Nine is the best show in the whole world, so that's a bit hard. <laughs> but I would say Superstore, fucking love, right? When I oh, first watched it, I thought it was the lamest thing I ever. It was the it li- thing. I, I literally just put it on while I was eating in the background for a whole season. Oh, you were eating in the background? <laughs> I was eating in the background in the store. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was the cuck. <laughs> No, so it literally took me like maybe a season and a half before yeah. I was suddenly attached to all the characters and I was like, oh my God, what? This show is like the funniest thing ever. Yeah. How did I think this was the worst this show? This is the funniest thing this ever. the funniest thing. Oh my God. Anyway, let's help this bitch out. Sorry. Okay. So yeah, so your environment shows that are going to make you happy, mm. songs, music that's going to make you happy. If you have a friend, I've seen this so many times, where there might be one negative friend and they find the other negative friend and, and they bond both bond over the negativity. Bring each other down yeah. and they bring the positive people. 
people around them down. Yeah, and they're like, they constantly, you know, fuel each other. If you're finding that, that you are getting attached or attracted to other negative people, that is like a problem in itself as well. You need to make that effort to make those positive changes. Stop the negative banter with your friends if that's being like I, I know people who like their whole sense of humor is just paying the crap out of each other and stuff, but then it actually gets to the point where it's like you can tell that the other person's getting offended, but they mm. keep doing it. And they think it's like that's their way of like getting <laughs> along. But yeah, so I definitely spend your time around positive people and limit your time with negative people too. Defers. I think that's All a really good things. one to end on. Yeah, that's a good way to end. All right, guys, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. It was another fun one, as per. It was. Lauren went Canadian for a second. Did I? Yes, we hope it was another fun one. Maybe you can use that advice to your friends when they come to you. Yeah. (laughs) All right, see you guys next week. Love you. Cheers, Lozaru. Cheers. Adios, the rest of your... Your nails go perfectly with that can. Oh, my God. They're like the exact same color. (laughs) Mine go with this one. Oh, my God, amazing. (laughs) All right, bye. (laughs)